0: This is Joel Selvin. Welcome to the Basement Record Library. My guest tonight,
1: Paul Jackson, Eric Dinn of the Uptones. Hi, Paul. Hi, Derek. Hi, Joel. Hi, Paul.
2: Hey, what's up, Eric? Joel. Hey,
1: hey, Here we are in the Basement Record Library.
2: I love this place. I don't know if you guys realize, but there's records on all the walls and amazing posters and Joel Selvin.
0: Uptones has had so many records. I've got you on CDLP45. Uh, you know some of my favorite ska records yeah. from the uptones right on now let's we'll start tonight let's play some of this stuff let's let's start with out to sea
2: What I found interesting about Out to Sea is really the, the lyrics that uh, Eric Rader was singing. Uh, it was basically an anti-draft um, draft song, you know. And we were 16 years old, which is also interesting. And they were sending us uh, messages in the mail to uh, sign up for the draft, and this was our response to that.
3: White for skin and red for dying Sure you want to die for your country Bloody bombings, in Beirut Butchers dressed in camouflage Sounds down south, we protect our money You claim to be a rebel But without a cause You'll only get chewed up and spit out By the top brass jaws And I wanna send a telegram To a brick To the executive watchers From the saving of the stick The Nazis and the kicking. Posters at your high school say the few, the proud, the marines. They're out to sea without a rudder. If one man dies, they'll draft another. No one cares except his mother because he's out to sea without a rudder. My ID card is clipped to my lapel, it reads USA Incorporated, Unfulfilled. Didn't you hear what daddy told you? And now they sent the brothers out front So that they'd soak up the brunch The blood that's on your bed just makes me slow it Talk about it when you do, they're shocked about it. Don't you want to please your public? Touchy issue hands, get dirty, play love songs until you're 30. That is, if you're not inducted. I really do wish that I could just have fun, but the sound of helicopters makes me want to run. And my stomach goes cold each time I see a trap
1: got these notices that uh if you didn't uh sign up register for the draft that uh you wouldn't be able to get public assistance for college was the thing and that was the thing that put us over the edge and we just said well we got it right about that i don't even know if it was a decision we just did the last thing we were expecting was what would happen with that song we kind of like was one of the things that launched the early part of the band so it happens to be one of the few recordings we have of the original lineup of the band.
2: We were over at Wolfgang's, selling the place out about every other month for probably a year, is my guess, yeah. on the radio and 16. you know. So really, I think that was really the most compelling story about the Uptones, and the content that they were playing on the radio was you know, really anti-establishment, real stuff about you know, uh, anti-draft, um, fuck you, and uh, <laughs> How what How do else? you
1: really feel?
4: the double So get out of my way
0: Get out of my way i Politics has always been a part of ska music, hasn't it? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. It's It's both a really fun dance music that has, you know, you can. there's plenty of great ska songs that are not political at all, but the overall joy of it, like, interspersed with these songs that just seem to have a great message at any era of it. If you look at Jamaican ska original Stuff from the early '60s all the way through two-tone, and even in the third wave, Op Ivy. You got to mention them because they came on the. They were like on the aftermath, the uptones. Those guys used to come see us, and we became friends when they were in this band called Basic Radio. Uh,
2: ska music really started all the way back in about 1959. With uh, it was really a jazz music from Jamaica, uh, mainly instrumental uh seminal band would be the Scatolights and Desmond Decker that that went into um, the studio studio 1 and, and others Treasure Island um, it was a mm-hmm. it was an upbeat danceable kind of R&B I always like to think of um, uh, you know it's really just at the bottom of the United States even though It's been more adopted by England because Jamaica is an English uh, uh, colony, you know, originally. Um, But I think of um, Fats Domino doing Hello, Josephine, and Mm -hmm. I know he toured Jamaica, Mm -hmm.
5: you know,
0: so that's really ska music. Uh, So what got you
1: guys interested in ska? How did you come to form a ska band? We were friends. We'd been to music camp together. We had uh, been in Berkeley School music programs together. But when it hit us how much we loved the two-tone bands, the Specials, Madness, the English Beats, Selectors, I mean, Selector, holy crap, <laughs> Had Off, Bad Manners, all of them. That stuff really spoke to us.
2: We were more jazz bows and funk masters. I was playing trumpet, and uh, we, had, we were going to form a jazz band before the Uptones, but... Uh... Uh, as soon as the two Erics met, they, they kind of exploded. Yeah, I mean,
1: I was really into like, fusion, like Jeff Beck. I loved the Dixie drags. I was learning to play like Steve Morrison, Jeff Beck. That was my thing. And then these guys turned me on to like ska and The Clash and the punk rock stuff and reggae. And like within a year, my whole head had been turned around. So we got Adam Beach, we got Charles Stella, and um, of course Ben Eastwood, who was with Paul and I, the entire time playing and everything we've ever done together, uh, without him there would be and, writing as well. and writing songs and writing songs with him as well. And he wrote Outback, which is sung by Charles Stella, who was our first uh, rhythm guitar player and one of the founding members, and uh, and he sings lead on Outback.
0: The Uptones uh, ran out their first uh, string. Apparently, you said that there was actually like a point where you've had a final gig, and and but you were playing at the Nine Twenty Four Gilman. That was uh, in uh, headlining there, filling the house. That was a, a hyperactive punk club at the time, real
1: underground music in its early days. It I guess started in like eighty seven or eighty eight, and we played there in eighty nine, and. Um, Again, that's where our live record was recorded.
2: The promoter we only play the gig if you pull up a professional truck uh, with recording equipment he came up with that and we all agreed to reform the band shortly after we had disbanded um, and started other things already got all the old players back together and played three nights at Gilman it was two two nights yeah and pulled up the truck and then forgot about it. (laughs) And it was actually Matthew Kaufman who heard the tape some years
1: later, like in 95. 12
2: years later? No, it wasn't
1: that long. It was 95, I remember specifically, because mm. I brought it to him. I was like, hey, man, I found this tape. I forgot about it, you know? And so I brought it to to, to Matthew and said, hey, you know, this is there. Just FYI, something we did a long time ago. And, uh, you know, he tells me the next day, he's like, well, we, we should make a live album out of this. And I'm like, are you kidding? You know what? And he did.
2: We knew Matt because our road manager, Robbie Snuggs, uh, worked with Greg Kinn, and he had an office in downtown Berkeley and we were at Berkeley High. We were a rock band and we Great. used to and we'd go up and hang out at, at Maddie's place and um, with Robbie and um, so that was like the clubhouse way back.
1: But they were like the big boys and we were still at high school. Yeah, you know? And so we were observing the whole like berserkly thing sort of from like the Uh, perspective that we had and and became friends with Matthew over the years
2: and he released Burning Sky originally in England on Berserkly and Burning Sky had made a good headway into uh, the original KITS uh, Live 105 here
4: About your views Yeah And I wish you'd show some style You talk about national pride Like it fills you up inside To see the youth marching in line Like the yeah you're lying through your teeth, nobody knows your policy. Well, you ain't got no policy. You just stand and pose with the army, take your picture, that's diplomacy. But just because you are winning, does not mean that you're right. And just because you are winning now, it don't mean the end of the fight. Just. All right.
0: Play this good,
1: absolutely. Better, Actually, better and better. That's you know that's what's part. so crazy
0: about it. I mean, we, we
2: hit hard and fast and furious, but we were just children, and I I didn't right. have a whole lot on my my we, bone. We, at we that all time. learned
1: a lot more about music as time went on. Yeah, from that, we like, wild starting point. It's, we put it, you know. on some
2: really crazy shows since you know we came back together as adults, and um, yeah,
1: it's and funny. then we started recording
2: records again with Matt, and we've got some of that stuff here.
0: Um, like what? What what was what was the first? Uh, what was the first new Uptones record? Was it the same lineup,
1: same guys? No, we got Moose Lethridge in on uh, guitar and vocals to replace Charles Stella. Moose was the perfect guy to step in, came in and killed it, and has been with the band ever since. And he did the. Uh, he wrote this song called "Skank and Fool," which became the title track "Skank and Fools Unite." I said nobody
4: bounce back like us. I said nobody 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 bounce back like You know nobody bounce back like us. I said nobody bounce back. Dead, so I'll done 9 Patiently
0: Just the first time you had another studio record since 85? Correct. <laughs> the Uptones.
1: <laughs> we were so concerned with doing live shows, so no, we weren't very good about documenting things. We were like, Alvin, what's that? Kills you know? me now.
2: <laughs> Kills me now. If I'm not mistaken, I think that was Jay Lane's first recording, yeah, too. Yeah, it was
1: right after Tommy White, the original drummer in the band, who now go- goes by Thomas White, was the original drummer in the band, and he was another key piece. Like, if it wasn't for him and Ben... Connecting the way they did at the ground floor. None of this would ever happen.
0: Hey, music lover. Matthew King-Kaufman here. I hope you're enjoying this podcast as much as me. This is how we pay for it. We sell a digital product called Elephant Backup where we resell live drive backup. We need you to spread the word about our business. Low overhead means low prices. We do our own support. I can't emphasize that enough. We do no-nonsense useful support. We don't spend money on ads. We only spend money on free music sites. Please spread the word. Elephant backup. Thank you. Let's get back to this podcast. I really, really, really love the Uptones. (laughs)
4: the paw is getting power it's such a low down cry chain so much dirty in my neck money in my neck don't get to get it don't you understand It takes my I'm mad.
0: That they had to play, right? You had a couple of songs that you had to play, but you didn't have like albums worth of material that fans were gonna wanna hear. What'd you do for material? We started writing.
2: And we took some material from uh, the band that Ben and Eric and I worked with, Hobo. Was the pop, uh,
1: lots of background uh, harmonies, uh, more
2: Beatlesque, and then yeah. and then we decided that we were gonna do our more angsty thing. We did Stiff Richards, which was a little bit more punk rock. With the help of Matthew King and pulled some of that material in, uh, which one example would be "Bested by Pelicans."
4: The show making blues of 90 When I saw a fucking belly girl flying my way The way I fly flat With me to share With my primate limb Felt just a big name This day
2: Bonnie and
4: Clyde I stealing chickens
1: Those were Stiff Richard songs? Yes, that the Uptones then re-recorded and added horns to. And that was actually the transition, really. We were doing those, and we were listening back, going, you know what? These are Uptone songs. Why aren't we just doing that? We've come full circle. And we'd learned all this stuff about music and about recording along the way from all the people we worked with and the records that we made. Um, So now we're, like I said- Called up the horn players, see who showed up, (laughs) called a few other people. (laughs) Yes, indeed, right? Tell me about Not From Here.
2: Not From Here, Matthew King Kaufman said, Hey, Paul, we need a song about uh, alienation. He likes to do some broad strokes on me, right? So I said, All right, Alienation. And I came up with the title Not From Here.
4: Excuse my soul, I swear there we go. I must have made a wrong turn on my elbow What's this no one can answer? Maybe someone in the supermarket Hours and hours of thousand and cows Stacks and stacks of plastic waste Excuse me ma'am, which way do we go?
1: collaboration and at the time Paul and I were collaborating with Rancid, I was writing some songs with Tim Armstrong which ended up being on their first three albums and that was one of the things that sort of re-energized our thing musically and I think really had a lot to do with why we did Stiff Richards. Doing that we started fooling around and playing some guitar and writing some songs together and it led to some really cool collaborations.
2: We needed a singer for the um, Warp Tour, and Emily seemed like a great person to have for the Warp Tour, and uh, she stepped right in. She really stepped up, and she's a very talented singer and a great performer. She came up with a brilliant concept going down, and I I was trying to arrange a song that was entirely on the backbeat. You talked about ska earlier. This was like uber ska, ska. Ska beyond rock and roll, (laughs) Ska beyond R&B. This is like uh, atomic Ska, right? This is backbeat, you know, behind the backbeat. Backbeat, backbeat, backbeat. So that's the track you're going to hear right now.
0: The Uptones, what a story, what a story. Lifetime commitment. I love this. Eric, Paul, great to have you in the basement record library.
1: Thanks, Joel. It's been great.
2: Right on, Joel. Thank you. It's, it's always good to see you, and uh, I look forward to uh, listening to some of these records someday. It's been my fantasy for a while, actually.
0: I will do that right now after we say, this is Joel Selvin. Night show produced by Elliot E.P. Peltzman. You can find us at www.joelselvin.com or, hey, insults and compliments fondly accepted at joelselvin at AOL.com. Thanks a lot for listening. Good night.